Welcome to episode 25 of, what's the name of the show? 21st Century Boys. Yep. That tells you how long it's been since we recorded. Um, well, we had a funeral last month, so we actually had the reason we didn't get around to recording. But anyway, this is Joe Crawford. And James Crawford. And we are here to discuss some comics today. I think I have a couple, and Jack has got a couple. Uh, you want me to do a Batman first, or do you want to go first? You can do a Batman first. Okay. we got a couple of different Batmans. First one off is, um, I think it's towards the end of Nightfall. This is Shadow of the Bat number 18, and this is conclusion of the three-parter, uh, The God of Fear, and that's an Alan Grant, Burt Blevins one. <clears throat> so, um, basically what had happened, what had happened was... In the previous issues, Scarecrow has posed as a professor at, I don't know, Gotham U, whatever the name of the university in Gotham is. And instead of being Professor Crane, he was Professor Rance because he took the C and he moved it from the front of the R and put it behind. Anyway, so anyway, he flipped his name around, didn't change his appearance at all, but fooled people and somehow was able to teach again. Um... So he took all these college kids, dressed them up like scarecrows, and he's been running amok in town. Right now, Batman is played by the character Azriel. Azriel? Yeah, Azriel. Or Jean-Paul, whichever Both, yeah. whichever you prefer. So Asbat, I think, is what some people call him. Um, so Asbat is running around uh, cleaning up the city of Gotham, and Scarecrow is causing havoc. So... So at the end of the last issue, Scarecrow had done this huge like uh, hologram that was chatting and going like, "Oh, you better do this by midnight." That's more of a Bane voice. What does Scarecrow sound like? <laughs> if you don't do it by midnight, I don't know what don't that know. is. So anyway, uh, Scarecrow is like, "If you don't do this by midnight, I'm gonna like make all y'all scared." And uh, and uh, Asbat's like, I better get to the Batmobile. And so he gets to the Batmobile. The news comes on and says, Professor Crane, a.k.a. Professor Rance, is running amok. And if we don't do what he says, he's going to get us... <laughs> Make me spit. Can get us at midnight. So there's this kid he's been running around. He calls him Phil. I don't even think his name is Phil because everybody else calls him Harold. Maybe, um... He's just crazy. Yeah, I think he is. Literally insane because he'd been in Arkham Asylum because that's the whole setup for Nightfall is they all got loose so he's telling this kid like I'm gonna do to others what I did to your daddy he 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 and then you got Anarchy who's on the loose I don't know if you have you met Anarchy before oh I've seen him in one thing so I think he's like a college kid too at least I don't remember his origin but from what they're saying in here they, they're talking about he, how he goes to school so Anarchy's kind of running interference Kind of keeping uh, Batman on his toes and also trying to help fight crime. So, uh, this is so weird. So, the Scarecrow calls Commissioner Gordon. He's like, if you don't tell everyone I'm the god of fear, I'm going to get everybody at midnight. I was like, how does... Why is Commissioner Gordon allowed to anoint someone a god? I don't... I mean, so, you know, if you ever need to be anointed god of something apparently you call your local police commissioner and he's the one who uh, anoints people gods so anyway jim's like how the bleep am i supposed to do that and i don't know 
Once again, it goes back to the man is insane. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so we'll say he's insane. Okay, so you got Scarecrow up on a roof, and I just love the artwork here. It's very cartoony. I mean, you're like, there is no way a human body would look like that, but I don't care. It's a comic, and it looks absolutely amazing. He's up on a roof uh, looking at fire and doves or something. Probably pigeons, actually, because it's a city, so it's probably poop birds, not cool birds. Um, Asbat swings in on Scarecrow, fisty fighty cuffs, and, you know, basically he's, like, uh, shooting his fear toxin at the at the new Batman. He's like... What would I be afraid of? What? I kind of want to know. So this idiot <laughs> wants to get shocked by fear toxin so he can find out what he's afraid of. So, anyway, he's fighting with him. Flippity fights. And then Anarchy comes in and nets both of them. And, like, then he, like, shocks Asbat. So I don't know what's up with that. They really are not getting along. I thought the whole point, he was supposed to be a do-gooder. But, no, the idea is, I feel like this has been a thing for, like, years. Everybody goes, like, well, the only reason we have super criminals is because we have a superhero. So Anarchy's like, you fighting criminals is the reason we have criminals. No, I'll say the reason you got criminals is because you got crappy security down at Arkham. Mm Mm-hmm. And they always busting out of there. Straight up. Like, you put them away and they get loose. That's why you got criminals. But anyway, so then, like, this little doof, what's his name, Phil or Harold? Yeah, he, like, punches Anarchy's face off and he starts crying. And, and literally. And then um, he lets Scarecrow loose. And uh, Scarecrow hits old Asbat with the fear toxin. And he starts going... And Anarchy's crying, going, Please don't kill our planet. I don't know what that made him scared. Yeah, that made him scared. And um, then then Jean-Paul? Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul gets all like, Oh, man, I'm not scared anymore. So I guess like because they keep saying something about a system. So basically he was brainwashed and trained by the Order of Saint-Dumont. And um, so they keep saying the system. That just means his brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So anyway, his brainwashing keeps him from being scared because he says, Oh, the system is kicked in. My fears are gone. So he's not scared no more. So I don't know what Crane's supposed to do. He, he weighs about... 80 pounds, so he's not going to be able to fight Jean-Paul. So what he does is he he gets Harold to climb up and throw himself off into the ether. And uh, Jean-Paul's like, nah, I gotta take care of Scarecrow. And Anarchy's like super upset by this. He's like, how dare you not save a human life? And he's like, I'll save a whole lot more human lives when I put Jonathan Crane away. <laughs> so, Anarchy's all mad and crying about planet Earth and what a jerk Batman is. And that's the end of that episode. So, yeah. Crane gets captured. Phil gets caught. Anarchy's sad. Um, and I guess Jean-Paul's a little bit disappointed that um, he's not able to fear, feel fear for more than a minute or two. So, there you go. Uh, it was a pretty interesting story. I, I don't know. Jean-Paul was one of those characters who uh, came along when I was, I want to say in high school. Maybe it was in junior college. And I always kind of liked him. um, But I never liked him as Batman because he's, well, I guess that's the point. He's kind of a jerk as Batman. As Azrael, I always thought he was cool. But um, anyway, Shadow of the Bat number, what did I say that one was? Number 18. Cool. All right, Jack, what you got for us? Next, I have two quick 
like little short stories from The Simpsons, Treehouse of Horror, The Ominous Omnibus. So this is like all of the tales. This specific one, the first one, is from Volume 10 of just the Treehouse of Horror series. Cool. It's called Scareway to Heaven. So the first panel is Ned Flanders in the church guy. What's his name? He's like Reverend something. Okay, Reverend. Yeah. So, like, well, Camperino, looks like we have a dandy first day at the camp penthouse youth retreat. <laughs> yes, did you get enough loaves and fishes? And they all look happy except for Bart. It was a miracle I was able to keep him down. Next panel, we got Ned. He's looking a little spooky. He's like, it's story time. So, who would like to be first to share the Christian testimony? This random ginger puts his hand up and, like, Ooh! Bart is outraged. He, he does not like this. No, he does not. What? You gotta be kidding. This churchy stuff is okay on Sunday, but this is a campfire. And Ralph is like, amen, preach it. <laughs> and then it's like, we can't do scary stories. You kids would have nightmares. And then Bart was like, we'll sign a waiver, anything. And Ralph and all the other kids are like, Yeah. And then it was like, okay, oh, I got one. It's about the time I got stage fright. That because I was so scared that I actually started reading from John instead of first John. And he's like, no, I'll try again. <laughs> was that one time I picked up a hitchhiker and he was insurance salesman. <laughs> I was like, oh man, Mr. Flanders, your stories suck. <laughs> we want to hear stories about ghosts or killing or we walk. And Ned Flanders like, ah, dang, fine, I got a story. So we start off. There's a story about Saul, king of Israel, who's portrayed by Homer. Yep. Um, hey there, Lord, Saul here. I could really use your help. I'm scared, Lord. Hey, anybody here? Genova? Santa Claus? <laughs> the Lord didn't answer. So he decided to consult a fortune teller. Listen, guys, I need you to find me a medium. Aren't you more like a... Double extra large, you imagine? What is that? It <laughs> I means a, like medium. Oh, it's, medium. Like talking about like, it's a play on words <laughs> oh, about size. Yeah. I mean, a witch, you idiot. <laughs> don't, don't you remember? You banished all the witches last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but there's a real good one living in Endor. She's dating my Robbie's cousin. Endor? <laughs> Endor. <laughs> so he went to see the medium. I need to speak with Saul. Recently, I mean Samuel. Dang, why did I say Saul? Mm-hmm. Recently deceased. Just make it happen. And then Homer's dad comes out. What's the big idea to stream my afterlife? We got a deadline, you know. Sorry, Samuel, but I need to know what to do in order to beat the Philistines. And for good reason, you screwed with him too many times. He sent you and your over, your army over to the Philistines. I'll see you up in heaven tomorrow. <laughs> Dang, Homer's like, that's it. We're dead meat. He got the other guys to follow with him. <laughs> <laughs> And then Ned's like, well, that sure gave me heebie-jeebies. How about you? That was the end of the story. <laughs> I was like, we're raw, man. See, it's not true, Daddy. Well, I can't do it, Roddy. It's in the Bible. I'll never read the Bible again. Oh, no. <laughs> so not going to I don't think that's what he wanted. Oh, he's in trouble now. <laughs> I'm still scared. I want to sleep with the lights on. <laughs> don't worry. We need a medium. Isn't that right? Oh, I don't know about that. Anyone can do it with a Ouija board. <gasps> Daddy says Ouija boards are evil. How can it be evil? I bought a Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> now let's make our own ghost story. 
Hello, hello, are there any spirits with us? Oh, dang, and it starts moving. It's pointing to, yes, it's smelling enough for all. I believe it, it's a trick. You're making the thing move, Bart. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then suddenly they're like, oh, spirits, come out. And they come out, and they're like, you asked for a kid. Oh, no. And then demons just start coming. <laughs> Hey, I'm positioning this one. Get your own. I saw him first. <laughs> dang, what did I do? So he starts running away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dang, this doesn't look like a treasure-proof activity. All of them are like gurgling out their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> one of them has their eyes popped out. That's crazy. That is crazy. Dang, he's like, one minute I'm having a little bit innocent fun. And next thing, I'm summoning demons from hell. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Come on, we gotta go get the adults. And then... They're fresh out ideas. They're talking to Ned. They're like... Oh, yeah, that's the pastor in his PJs. He's talking about Pat Boone. Oh, man. Okay. I don't mess with That's Pat it. Boone. We'll perform exorcisms on the children. How did Pat Boone do it? <laughs> I don't know. I missed it. I was a hysterical man. <gasps> if only Pat Boone was with us now. And then the ghost of Pat Boone comes out. They say. But he's not dead yet. I was going to say, I didn't think <laughs> Pat Boone was dead back then. You people learn a lesson from Ozzy Osbourne. Now, there was a good neighbor. Sorry about that, Mr. Boone. Well, golly, sleep can wait. Quickly, take me to the victims. <laughs> My boys, I can't believe what they're doing. Oh, dang, this page is stuck. It is staticky. I know. Rod has a royal flush, and Todd's holding four of a kind, and they both folded. Oh, no, they are gambling. <laughs> dang. And they are, like, orange and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they got the playing cards, cigars, and dirty magazines. Bart's like, gee, I don't know. Kids wants to stuck him in. So now John Boone's like, I'm gonna need a few things, Bart. Come with me. Okie doo. Oakley dokley. Okay. That's what, uh, yeah, the neighbor goes, Oakley dokley. Evening, Lord. Ned Flanders here. How, oh, how do I put this without incurring your wrath? Well, how about this? There's good news and bad news. The good <laughs> news is that not everyone was possessed. And the demons are just right behind them. What was the bad news? A lot of people are possessed. (laughs) (laughs) And then, oh great lord of darkness, we have done thy evil bidding. We shall silence. Aside from your lousy poker plant, you have done well. I am pleased. I do suck at poker. I will give you a legion of demons to command and shall go forth to Springfield and possess every last human. So he sucks them into like this portal thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa, Pat <laughs> Boone's so like revving up. <laughs> I'm sending you back to hell where you belong. Gah. Hold it. This is my mess. I want to clean it up. Demon from hell, in the name of Mel Gibson, get out my sister. <laughs> it doesn't work. All right, you filthy hell spawn. No more Mr. Nice Guy. In the name of Christ, I command you demons to come out of these people. You had me. At Mel Gibson. <laughs> you had me at Mel Gibson. <laughs> Thank goodness. Another bullet successfully dodged. Yuck, who's been smoking in my mouth? Ew. That's what gross. is gone? Who is that mailman? How far on a stairway to him. So that's the end of that one. Yeah, that was a good one. And now this one is pretty short. It's only a few pages. Cool. One Bart and Stormy Night. Once again, I'm alone in stately Simpson Bain. Things have been quietly strange in Springfield lately. Not on board, I suppose that's the price I must pay for my success. We got Bart looking out the windows. 
With some hot cocoa? Some hot cocoa. Yep. At times like this, I think about my sister and the reclusive work at the creepy asylum. I suppose I drove her away with an obsessive behavior as Bartman. She never understood it. The Bart signal. This could be coming from the asylum. Mm. So there we go. Bartman. Oh, he looked ripped. Chief Wiggum, this man will no doubt be there when I arrive. They don't understand me either. I've been on their list for most unwanted. As long as I can remember. It's Bartman. Hold your fist, boys. We don't want to upset our coffee now, do we? Are you sure we're letting him go do things? I can't think of anyone more qualified to fight freaks in the nuthouse. Give him ten minutes. And then crashes through the windows. Runs through it. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, Drunk that's a... Zilla. <laughs> yeah, that's that dude who drinks with Homer. I can't think of his name. The <laughs> guy. He seems to be up a few pounds since we last met. It must be all the pickled eggs and bar peanuts they feed him. Ugh. He look like Killer Croc. He does so a little bit. Oh, this is page. I don't know what they put in this. <laughs> Glue. Glue. His grip is going to break my spine unless I fight dirty. So then he tries tickle food. He tickles him. Oh, it worked too. And they hit him with a sleeping gas pellet. He'll wake up in a few hours. Plenty of time for the police to get him back. Next. Mr. Squishy. It looks like Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Hello, Bartman. Can I interest you in... Oh, that's racist. I shouldn't say that. That's a little bit. Can I interest you in a refreshing beverage? <laughs> Kitten Delight is always trying to teach me something. It's a teacher and she looks like Hat Moon. That's yeah. kind of weird. And then he says, have a free sample. And he squirts it. That is pretty cool, <laughs> though. Delight. I like his outfit. It's yeah. straight up like uh, Mr. Freeze, but he's got a Slurpee for a head. Yeah, I'll teach you to rub me the wrong way, you moron. Good heavens. Clean up in hallway six. Mm. Oh, my. She smashed his head. Come on out, Giggler. It's playtime. Right on cue. <laughs> Amateur. Well, they're stricking the book. He got hit by the bat. Room spinning. Can't move. <gasps> Lisa, you're the giggler. <laughs> she looks straight up like the Joker. <laughs> yeah, of course I am. It's all your fault. You drove every single person insane with your pranks. I created a home for these poor abused creatures where they could be far away from you. Your room was ready, big brother. Lisa, this is crazy. You think so? Let me show you what's really crazy. Say hello to mom and dad. And it's like, it's like Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Yep. Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And the and little one's a cat. She's a cat. We've been waiting a long time for this family reunion. I hope you like jokes. Because this one's going to kill you. They all look crazy. Oh my god, they're like drilling and cutting his head. Yeah. Gross. And then he wakes up. It was just a big nightmare. I'm glad that's over. I got the worst headache. Maybe a glass of milk will calm me down. As he walks down the stairs. What took you so long? We decided to start without you. He screams as they're all just dressed up in their normal costumes. Oh, and he and it's because he dreamed about so it. Much Halloween candy, but he never listens. It makes you wonder what kind of bad dreams he must be having. It serves him right. All I know is that boy is continually driving me crazy. At least he's laughing. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That I wonder if that I wonder when that came out because it doesn't say the dates on oh, those, yeah, does I can it? Because I wonder if that one... Three. So... It was one of the last ones. Treehouse 18, 2012. Okay. So it kind of reminded me a little bit of Arkham Asylum, the graphic novel, how he goes in and like has to deal with everybody. Did you read that one, the Grant Morrison one? I did, yeah. Yeah. 
That, that book's crazy. It do be crazy. All right, so we're going back to Asbat. This is right after he got his... I don't even know how to describe it. So we'll look at the cover. This is issue 501, oh, Night yeah, Quest the, the Crusade. Suit. Yeah. Is this the one where Batman faces him? No, this is no, like... Okay. This is, I think, one uh, issue... I think he gets this outfit in issue 500. All right. So all this right. is the one after. I don't have most of um, Nightfall... So this is uh, where I pick back up the collection I've got. But yeah, so he's got like the pockets around his um, like thigh, and he's got like half a round of pouches. I don't know. There's a lot of yellow in it, which I always thought was weird because the whole idea was he's supposed to be trying to blend. Yeah. Um, I do like the mask. It's more like a Black Panther type mask. In fact, it, I don't know. That straight up kind of does look. Like I think it. that just is Black Panther. Yeah, it's basically a Black Panther mask. The cape's fine. Um, the body of it's mostly fine, but he's got this weird armor up top, and it's just a lot of yellow. I don't know. It's a little bit busy for me, but it was it is what it was. Okay, so this is issue 501, and it's called Codename Mekros. This is not, I would say, the best start for the launch of uh, this new suit. This is kind of a mediocre story. Um, so this is Doug Munch and Mike Manley, who... I know I've heard that name before, but if you told me what Mike Manley's art looked like before this, I wouldn't have known. Anyway, so he's talking to the ghost of St. Dumas, and it's basically saying, like, okay, your role has changed. You can't be an assassin anymore. You need to go out and be a crusader. Hence, I guess, why they call it now Night Quest the Crusade. So he's flying off into the night, and we have a meeting of a bunch of, like, uh, I don't, I think they call him Maja in the, no... Maja's in Marvel. Never mind. What the heck do they call the Mafia in in DC? Just the Mafia? Maybe. I'll look it up. Well, anyway, they're obviously mobsters. And so they're sitting around a, kind of like a typical like restaurant. You know, got the, the checkerboard checkerboard uh, tablecloths. Azrael's looking in. Yeah, just the Mafia. Just the Mafia? Okay. So... Anyway, there's a big shootout. Half of them get killed right away. Looks like the mob are at war. Then uh, looks like a new thing Azrael's doing. He's using the bat signal, and he actually shoots it into uh, the restaurant uh, after breaking the window and throwing in like a, I guess maybe a tear grass grenade. It didn't explode and like kill people. And now he's got claws, so he's like cutting the crap out of everybody. Uh, he literally goes like, yeah, I'm cut. And he's like, whoof, look out. And he's like slicing and dicing everybody. He's got like kind of barbed. Now, I don't know if those are functional. Like, obviously, these claws on his hands here actually can cut somebody. I don't know if these leg ones can or not. Or if they, I don't know if it's saying he, they, he got cut in the face from these or if he's just saying he got kicked. But it looks like an explosion of blood to me. Yeah. It's pretty violent. Guys, this... It is Comics Code Authority. I was like, dang, this is really gory, like, right off the bat. So, okay. This guy, final, one down to one Mafia guy. And, uh... As says to him, Glad I was able to save you, Mercanti. Why? Because you think you can hand me over to Gordon and put me away? You got nothing on me, freak. It was these two jamokes busted and blasting. Precisely. Which leaves you free to go. Free to resume your criminal activities and associations. And got this weird ad for Superman that freaks me out next. Because I'm flipping it and I thought it was like part of the strip. Yeah, it looks just like a comic. I was like, what is this? And it goes, Flood Aid. 
and it's got it's got like the i don't know like they took it straight off of it because it's got the uh signature and it says one of one it's just really weird he says call one of the numbers below and offer your help it's the american way thank you superman anyway back to the jamokes what then why are you because i've got my eyes and ears on you mercanti you what i need someone on the inside reporting to me and you owe me you're crazy crazy enough mercanti to do what if you don't cooperate all right you may be bane so maybe bane oh i can't read beep 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 all right so maybe bane made you meet it me meter meter mina what do you want tie them up before you leave and don't touch anything else let me just tell you one thing that stinks about getting old. Your vision becomes crap. I really need a new pair of glasses, so I pardon me for screwing those up. I'm having, I don't read as well uh, visually as I used to. Then start getting friendly with the other families again. And this is the line that kills me. He goes, and put your wife on tranquilizers. <laughs> what the bleep? That is messed up. It is screwed up. Anyway, he says, you can expect visits from me at your home. So I guess he's saying, like, make sure your wife's doped up because I'm going to be visiting. That is messed up. Okay, Azrael, you are canceled. You are bobed. You're out of here. You are not a good fella. Of course, we knew that already. Uh, back to the Batcave. He goes, like, I don't care for clues. Detective work bores me. So he takes all this equipment and lab stuff that that uh, Bruce had had in the Batcave, smashes it, and so this is better. He gets rid of all this equipment and just puts up three cardboard cutouts of mobsters so he can shoot his claws <laughs> at them. What an idiot. Um, and then Robin comes in. Sean, Paul, we've got to talk. I mean... What I said the other night, you earned it and all. I mean, you are the Batman, but I've still got big problems with who you think the Batman is. Bruce Wayne, whatever. How did you get in here? Well, now that you walled off the access tunnel, I had to pick the locks. I came down the stairs. What? So your security sucks so bad, some dude can just pick the locks and come into your house and waltz down the stairs. As bad, you are no Batman. Um... Anyway, so he's like, I don't like having kids around. And he bolts off. He meets up with Gordon. Oh, that looks cool. What is this? Black Mask by Brian Ag Augustine? Ooh. I've never heard of this. Anyway, it's an ad in the middle of it. It goes, in desperate times, some find strength in the thing they fear the most. The 50s. They fear the 50s? Okay. Anyway, times have never been this desperate. Black Mask. Uh, three issue prestige series starting in September. I'll have to look that one up. I've never read that one. Uh, and they've got a really nice looking ad for um, Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, special number one. It's got Worf and his doofy kid. I can't remember what his name was. Alexander, I think. And um, anyway. Alright, back to Asbat and Commissioner Gordon. And uh, Gordon doesn't like how things go down with him. He's like, if it's still him, he's changed. He took Bane down, but he didn't survive the encounter. Not as the same man. So did... You've read this. Have you read it recently? Uh, it's in a few months. But... Okay. So does he have like a, like a voice changer so that he sounds like Batman when he talks? Because like I say, I don't have the between issues. I think Gordon notes that he sounds a little bit different. Oh, he said? So, so he does so. sound different? Okay. Anyway, um, back to McConte. He's uh, meeting with the mob, and there's some dude like putting on his metal crotch. What is this? Gross. And um, he just meddling up, and Mercanti's like, we're going after the Batman, and I'm going to use this guy, and his name's Macross, and he looks super lame, just like any other generic 
metal mech dude from the 90s. You know, I think the 90s get a bad rap sometimes, but they definitely did have cliches that are, are things they would go to. And there was always some, like, faceless, looks kind of like a cobra bat. Do you know cobra bats? Yeah. Like the robots? He just looks like a robot. He's really stupid. But anyway, he's basically... He's supposed to be like, um... Like the Manchurian Candidate. He's been brainwashed to be the perfect assassin and la da la da la da. And um, Mercanti's going to send him to take out the other mob boss that they're fighting with. So, of course, he goes there, blows up the joint, successfully kills everybody. And um, Asbat uh, is nowhere around when it happens. So, he does go visit Mercante at uh, his place. And this is the interchange they had. Something to steady your nerves, Mercante. You! You were told to expect me. Yeah, but who committed the slaughter at Santos Varana's place? Other than whoever did it, nobody knows. <laughs> then can you get them all together? I'm working on it, but they're at each other's throats all jockeying for position now that Bane's... Where's your wife, Mercante? Out of town on a shopping spree. And she spends enough to make you sweat. Hey, you're a scary guy. Yeah, you were extremely cool in Capri. Place is air-conditioned. Right? What an idiot. And this place is hardly even ventilated yet. Okay, so he's like trying to... Because you're like say That's like a like a saying, like ventilate somebody. You'll get it in a second. What are you... Uh, what, what? Bad move, Mercanti. One that can make your wife crack, burst, a widow. And he gets shot. Yeah, ventilated. Like they'll say like, like if somebody gets shot, they got ventilated. On the roof, a professional. And, he, and Asbat goes, good. Anything to keep it interesting. Next issue, Asbat faces boring-ass-looking bland robot guy. Phoenix in chaos. So that was issue 501. And I do want... I'm not going to call the dude. I'm not going to put him on total blast. But I do have to read this letter. It's ridiculous. It's one sentence. Poisonous or not, I really think I'd like it a lot if Poison Ivy were to kiss me. Dot, dot, dot. Dude, what? Why even bother writing that in? That's like going, hey, Poison Ivy's really nice looking. Doy. Hold on. Okay. Anyway, he's from Rincon, Georgia. So, there you go. You got published. Ooh. Whatever. Um, so, I would say not the best start for the new outfit, uh, but it was alright. It was kind of... It's kind of fun-ish. Uh, so it's kind of lame. It's not my favorite. The Batman versus him stuff is like I think some of the worst Batman comics I've ever read. I'm not even going. Yeah, well, we got a we got a handful of those. I'm gonna have to work through because I'm kind of doing my Batman a day thing, and um, I think I got from here through somewhere in the 600s. So they've got over a hundred days left of it. So yeah. there's good stuff coming. Yep. I just gotta get through some not fun stuff first. Not fun stuff. Alright, let's see here the last one. So I recently got this. It's Crypt of Shadows. This is new one. Nice. Two. It has a few miscellaneous stories, so I'm just gonna be reading two of those as well. Cool, cool. First one. Each of them have intros by Doctor Strange. Nice. Not all the dead have such patience. The spirits in their graves and urns grow restless on Halloween, eager to taste one more breath of life. Perhaps they steal yours. <laughs> but the spirit realm is a mismatch of displaced souls, too scattered to be a real threat. 
more dangerous by those are those creatures of night that gather together. You could look at the common vampire or picture a more savage beast entirely. And we start werewolf by night. And werewolf. Werewolf by Moon Knight. Werewolf by Noon Knight. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah. title. You got him. He's a new werewolf. I okay. Got him. His name, but he got invited to a Halloween party. So it's not Jack Russell? It's not Jack Russell. It's someone different. Dude. Okay. Somebody pointed this out to me the other day. Dude, that how on the nose is that? There's a guy who turns into a wolf, but his real name is a dog's name? Yeah. That's hilarious. That'd be like... Werewolf by night, secretly rover by day. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and we go to the place. It's not actually. It's just a setup. But they got the house, and they have a moon with a werewolf's head in it. (laughs) (laughs) They apparently took several train rides to get there. What? Okay. They need to get a a direct line. Butler guy. Jake Gomez is his name. Okay. Jake Gomez, I presume you are expected. I am by who? Where is everybody? Guess we early. And then we got this weird guy. On the contrary, Jake Gomez, werewolf. You're right on time. Follow me, please. And then on his thoughts, he says, he wants to give you a recruitment street speech. He thinks you'd make a great number two, going out about how powerful you are, how you can control your change. But here you are, and all I see is a kid. No way you're going to replace me. All you're going to do today is die. So I assume that is actually Russell. Yeah, Jack Russell. Yes. <laughs> Must be. So he gets other guy, Jake Gomez, to power up. He's like, that was a cheap shot. You won't get another one of those. I won't need one. That's wolf on wolf action. And they start attacking each other. <laughs> Who's that lady? Uh, that's, I don't know, Jake Gomez's girlfriend or something. She oh, okay. Came. Not tough now, are you? Not so tough now, are you? And then she stabs him. That does look freaking cool. Yeah. So it's got a silhouette of um, Moon Knight, moon Knight uh, outside, and it straight up looks like the moon yeah, outside the window. Cool. It looks pretty cool. So he crashes through the windows. All right, werewolf. No innocent victims for you tonight. Wait, two werewolves? I was told there was two travelers in need of our protection. Where are the good guys? You got the wrong werewolf. Mm. He's like, and the werewolf crashes with a bunch of like candy coming out. That's what they're supposed to eat. Yeah, Get probably trick or treating. I'll handle it. Oof. And the werewolf comes out. Jake Gomez this time. So Jake is brown, and the other one is gray. Yep. Okay. Was he gray in the original comics? I feel like he was brown in the original, and they just changed him. To it's gray. right there. I thought it was brown. See next to Warlord? Yeah. If you pull it out, look at the cover. I bet he's brown. Yeah, he's brown. That's what I thought. I thought the new one was gray originally because I was like, I thought the... Huh. Yeah. I must have changed him. That's weird. Let's just get back to the costume. Cool costume, bro. <laughs> Random kid. I'll let the police take it from here. I'm the protector of those who travel that night. Tonight, of all nights, I shall ensure they're safe. And we got Moon Knight pulling this guy up under wires. It says dirtbag. <laughs> and it has a guy looking up. He looks like a silhouette of Wolverine, but I don't think it's Wolverine. No. It doesn't look it does look like Wolverine. I may never get another chance at Jake Gomez, and I lost my second in command. This is your fault, Moon Knight. This is the last time you get in the way. I'll make sure of that. The end. Dot cool. dot dot. Question mark. Question mark. Yeah, 
what's the other guy that's got that weird hair like that? Do you remember the owl? That's probably him. He fought like um Daredevil. He had he had that kind of hair too. Next issue that really stood out to me was Endless Slaughter in the Infinite Swamp. Nice. I do like me some man thing. Let us know. Whoa, was that X twenty three? She looked jacked up. Let us now journey to a swamp land Valhalla to endless violence and senseless brutality. Where a mindless monster rampages, and we got X twenty three with like a slash on her eyes, and like she's all screwed up. She's all messed up. Trying to go against Man Thing, who's like electricity. I don't know. <laughs> but there be less. Well, they say whoever fears burns at his touch, so maybe it's supposed oh, to be like burning burned. looking. Yeah. yeah. She battles another mindless monster, but how do you ask did this wet hellscape of blood and mud and acid come to be? Yeah, that's hardcore. Day one. The nightmarish death loop was spawned when Larkinny Wolverine was dispatched to the mystical nexus of all realities to recruit the legendary Man-Thing to save the world and or universe and or the entirety of the infinite multiverse. Mm -hmm. In retrospect, the stakes of all these superheroically desperate struggles do tend to blur together after a while. So we got Wolverine, X-23... Talking to main thing, mm-hmm. trying to convince him. However, is this supposed to be Galactus? It's like little baby Galactus, looking doofy, looking real doofy. <laughs> However, a more immediate apocalypse soon engulfed them both. As too late, Wolverine realized that she'd never been downwind of the Eldritch plant beast before. Mm, she saying he stank. He stanking. And she mad. <laughs> that got her so mad that she starts attacking him. It's she, the smell put her in a berserker rage. Yeah, it's the dreaded trigger scent originally engineered to drive X twenty three into a killing frenzy. <laughs> what? So out of compulsive rage, she starts slashing at him. Oh my gosh! In turn, the empath was provoked and incensed by the seething ranger and hatred of the scent. Triggered Wolverine. <laughs> so you can see out, out her eyes is just her grabbing. Right. And, and that's why she was all messed up. He, she got burnt. Mm-hmm. She got burnt up by And him. he blessed her. Mm-hmm. This may seem like yet another example of the all too frequent accidental hero fight. Save that these mutual enraged competence never ever stop fighting. Not for hours, not for days, not for weeks, or even months. Year two. Oh my god, they've been fighting for two years? Year two? Perpetually regenerating monsters were, of course, uniquely well-suited for each other's never-ending slaughter. They got X-23's face half-burning off and the claws melting. Yo, that's disgusting. As she kicks him in the face. Continuously rage-addled by the swamp creature's scent, <laughs> And with the acid-seared brain tissue constantly going himself. The berserker was eventually rendered almost as mindless as her enemy. Year 1000. What? Over time, the former Wolverine gradually lost all grasp of language and memory and identity. You can see her face slowly melting off and then regenerating. Oh, it's so, so. gross. It's pretty disgusting. Yeah. The, ugh, the next page is Soon, even grosser. The concept of Laura Kinney became even more meaningless to her in the Man Thing's fragmentary recollection of once being Ted Salas. Mm-hmm. Year 5000. Dang. Via the cosmically interweaving nexus of all realities in later millennia, the battleground shifted from earthbound marshes to the alien swamplands of other worlds and dimensions and timelines. You can see, this is pretty cool, little panel that shows just the little swamp going into like, right. alien. It's cool. And then 
Early on, the predatory mutant had fueled herself during battle by wolfing down any Louisiana swamp life within reach. It shows her eating multiple alligators, snakes, fishes, and birds. You say Louisiana? So it did change where they're at, because in the original, he was, like, in Florida. Yeah. Now she's eating, like, just alien creatures. Okay, I know they gotta keep her clothed and all, but where did she find time to make that outfit? I have no idea, bro. That's weird. Now this part's straight up nasty. So they, like, got a picture of her. She ain't got no back at all. It's just her ribs sticking out of her back meat. Luckily it's enough, so gross. as alternate food source tremendously presented itself, or himself, and it shows her... Eating man thing's eye out, Ew. holding her, his head, while her f- half of her head slowly like burns apart. So the visual depiction of the berserker is deliberately inaccurate, as you long ago have forgotten the concept of purpose of clothing, skimpily improvised or otherwise. Okay. Oh, okay. So she wouldn't have clothes. That's saying so even it. though they're showing her eating someone's eye out, I guess. Well, no, they're saying she yeah, has on clothes, but in the picture, but in the real world, she wouldn't because yeah, they would have disappeared. Yeah, I got you. Outside the infinite swamp, the rest of the human race had long ago gone extinct mm. because of the apocalypse. They wasted a hundred thousand years Dang. attacking each other. They never did. Rec- I wouldn't send her to recruit anybody. Mm-hmm. Arguably, though. <laughs> going to my sister's room and it's just tied up arguably though the ancient cinematic horror tropes of long humanity's long vanished pop cultures were still being recreated so it shows her just looking around as man thing comes out oh that's a cool panel that's cool shows him like coming out the water she looks scared and then suddenly from the back she comes with man thing's face attached to her right as she attacks man thing she's like melding gruesomely and a great vegetative kill scene year a hundred million beyond their eternal battlefield within the relentless crutch of deep time withers away the rest of the multiverse into decay in dusk and darkness dang they struggle for the rest of eternity but sweet relief ultimately awaits these otherwise deathless victims for in the very long run so it shows her looking scared. Her with like a man thing's face half on her. She's like half on, half off, yeah. Yeah, and man thing on the other side. The theory of proton decay holds that roughly 10 years into the comprehensible distant future. And then at last, as all matter disintegrates, they can finally rest. And it shows man thing withering away as Lower Kenny face gets burnt off yes. the end but in another that's too so many, many zeros, zeros to yeah say. it's like a whole years or so. can i see that real quick yeah so who i really like that artwork who did this one adam warren oh okay so i don't know if you know who adam warren is he was kind of one of the original this is good stuff uh he was one of the original manga guys in america so he like he did dirty pair for um dark horse which he took like those it was a anime and light novel series it it did i don't think they had a manga at that point in japan and he actually did the first strips of it in america for like eclipse maybe ended it up at dark horse and then he also had a good run on um gen 13 and 
either the 90s or the aughts, and he's been doing Empowered. So he's one of those early American manga guys. He's pretty good. Very cool. Sorry. Not finish so. off. And for the final page of this comic, as that was the final story, mm-hmm. you got Doctor Strange saying, such a relief to have a happy ending, even if your heroes are the most frightened in my series about, I don't know if that was exactly happy. <laughs> Whatever. It just takes time. The ultimate terror that destroys everything, whether it's a mortal squamp creature or the fragile glass of a mirror. What's that? You out of time? You have to run? Don't worry. Come to see us next Halloween if we don't see you first. <laughs> and it shows Doctor Strange with a few upcoming, or at least think upcoming stories in the back. They got Capwolf. They got Zombie Punisher. They got Skeleton Wanda. Um, is that a thing? Uh, maybe it's Zombie Wanda. I don't know. Now, Franken Franken Punisher was definitely a thing. Oh, Frank. Oh. Yeah, because they do like a Frankenstein version of Punisher. Is that Devil Dinosaur? I I don't know what the bleep that is. That's creepy. It's a dinosaur with like multiple tongues coming out. It's gross it's, looking. Yeah. Like a, maybe, maybe did Carnage ever take over Devil Dinosaur? That's probably it. Yeah. yeah. Well, very cool. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Uh, we got some fun stuff covered and at least one really crummy Batman issue. So uh, you can always reach out to us on Twitter. We are at 21st Century Boys at 21STCENBOYS. Or you can hit up Jack at. at in underscore garlic. Or uh, you can hit me at I was Joe on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, y'all have a great weekend. See ya.